Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that meet in your face. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. Tonight, the question is, does it matter what I believe as long as I'm sincere? And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, this is Doug, and we're here with the Homegrown Remix Podcast, uh, where our students get together after a talk, and they uh, dissect and digest and discuss uh, what we talked about. Uh, Tonight, we talked about the question of whether or not sincerity matters or if it it needs to be true. So is it enough to just be sincere, or do I have to be, do I have to believe truth? So that's where we're going. Uh, I'll let our panel introduce themselves to you. We'll start here. Um, hi, I'm Brian Bloom. Uh, I'm Jacob Foley. I'm Claire Wirtz. And I'm Mallory Cure. Hey, what, how old are you guys? I'm 17. I'm 15. I'm 17. And I'm 18. Wow. And, and I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> you guys laughed. That hurt. Man, that really hurt. All right. So uh, tonight, just any impressions, anything that, that, you know, stuck out really quick before we, you know, go and answer some questions? When you said that lies are lies and slave, I know, I know that I have lied a few times where it had been way easier to tell the truth, but I lied. I don't know why I lied, but I... Has, has anybody else done that? Because I know I have. Like, somebody asks you a question and you tell a lie and you're like, yeah, why? I, I gain nothing from yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely was a lot worse to lie. Yeah. So, uh, truth matters, lies are hard. Anything else? Claire, anything stick out with you? Well, at the very end, you talked about how Jesus is either a liar, a lunatic, or a lord. And I've heard that multiple different times, but it just kind of stuck out to me because, like, that just, either he was or he wasn't, and it kind of just, he was. It it also kind of points out It doesn't matter what religion you believe in, because if it's a false religion or if it's not true or if it doesn't hold water, that sincera concept, if it doesn't hold water, then um, yeah, it's messed up. So, all right, cool, I like that, thanks. Right. Um, what stuck out to me was when you said that 60% of people can't recall exact events from previous times because you think that you do, you know it exactly, but if if that many people don't know what happened then... yeah it's that's a weird study people remember like the birth of their child and they remember somebody being there that wasn't or they you know they remember the exact time and it's wrong or they remember the weather but it's not right and uh, you know we just we live a lot of life it's hard to keep it all straight they're not trying to tell lies in other words they're just you know, it's hard to keep the truth straight. Ella, what's stuck out? Sometimes you are, like, fed information that you are led to believe, even though it didn't happen. And I'm guilty of that. Like, people will tell me that this happened, and I'll believe them just because they said it happened, even though it could be a lie. So I am one of those gullible people. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, what stuck out to me was the opposite of the lying makes you enslaved, but the truth will set you free. Because... I have um, lied, well, (laughs) when it would have been easier to not lie, and to tell the truth, like confess to them afterwards, does like lift a weight off of your shoulders. Yeah, it's amazing. Truth is really, truly freeing. It really is. Mm -hmm. All right, so I got a couple questions for you. Um, This might be fun. So what's the biggest lie you've actually believed? 
like the biggest lie you actually believe. Don't be too incriminating, like, you know. Um, so I believed, my parents told us that my dog, when I was little, that she ran away. She did not run away. She got taken to the pound, and I believed it, and I would have, like, dreams about it. I was, like, wondering where this dog went. I'm like, what if she comes back someday? Yeah, she never came back. <laughs> and I didn't know until, like, this last year. I was like, I just, I wish Sassy would have just came back to us, and they go, we took her to the pound. And I was like, that's not what you told us. <laughs> so, that's the biggest lie I feel like I ever played. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> Ella, biggest lie you've ever believed? Um, I think of Santa Claus <laughs> because I believed in Santa very much and <laughs> my parents told me in the fifth grade because I knew I was going to figure out eventually after that and I was crushed. <laughs> in, in fifth grade? <laughs> yes. Oh man, you were a hard believer. Yes, I was. <laughs> wow. And I was crushed. <laughs> Did you guys have to lie to your friends so that they, yeah. did you have to like, no, I totally don't believe in Santa. <laughs> or you'd just be like, personally, I don't believe in Santa, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how, I don't know how old I was when I gave it up, but it was pretty crushing. That was a hard one. Yeah. The post-Santa depression. <laughs> That's an awesome phrase. The post-Santa depression. That's it, man. Okay. Oh, man. Jacob, oh, what do you got? I can't really think of a big lie I've been told it, but my mom, when she was a kid, her parents told her that there's a campground called the Waffle Farm. Yeah. Yeah, her parents told her that the, that was an actual waffle farm. The waffles grew on trees, on maple trees. Wow. And she believed it and went to school and told the teacher. Wow. And got made fun of for a good long time because her parents, she believed it. Hardcore. Went home crying to her parents. Wow. That's brutal. Yeah. I think it's going to be true in heaven, but yeah. not here. Brian, what do you got? Um, biggest lie that I've been told is probably um, one time uh, I was eating waffles when I got up from the table to go to the bathroom. And... Uh, I was told that my dog came and ate my waffles by my brother, and I believed it. Wow. And it was actually my brother. <laughs> I did not. I got to be honest, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Okay. Do you think that people, this is, I mean, this isn't written down anywhere, but do you think that there are some people who deliberately lie to just to mess other people up? Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. And, like, do you think, uh, so this is a weird question, how much of the print media or the social media or, you know, uh, like, televised media can you believe just because it's it's been broadcast? I would say none of it. Wow. <laughs> I know there's, there are there is some truth in there, but mostly they just want to put things to grab your attention so you, they can wrap you in. You don't know how much it's been altered exactly. before it gets to you. I, I've had people that have, I've known people that have been put on the news and they edit it. For, and I was the person there to see them say it and they edit it so much. And you also don't know if it's biased or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't know what percent of the, a story is true either. Like it could be mostly true, but if you overemphasize even or just, you know, when it's not going straight for this, from the source too. 
and they could be lying by omission. They're not lying, they're telling you the truth, they're just leaving some of it out. Okay, huh, that's really valuable. So, uh, so is there some, is there such a thing as something that's always true? Can you think of an example of something that's always true? I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for me is Jesus. <laughs> okay. Like, but there are people who disagree with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Jacob, but um, I think the people that don't believe don't believe because they've either been told other things that are lies or um, they just haven't been exposed. Claire, something. I mean, if you're taking, if you look at all people's perspective, then like not, then nothing is true because there might be one person that believes, yeah, solidly in like the Bible, it's true, but the next person that's like, you are uh, atheist, like atheism is true, like what are you talking about? But like, I don't, just two different ends of the spectrum, and one will be like hard-headed, yeah, I'm right, and the other is the same way, so. Yeah, it, I don't know. It almost depends on the person. <laughs> so uh, there was a philosopher named Francis Schaeffer. He's an, uh, so I don't know what his nationality was. He uh, did something called Labrie, which is a place for gifted uh, students to go who are questioning. And um, he, he had this phrase, true truth, truth that's always true. Uh, the Bible says that God is truth. Not just that he says true things or that he become, but that's the standard uh, standard of truth. And I, I do think that there are things that I would say are always true. Like um, uh, one of my pastors used to say, there there are there are some things that are always um, true. Like it is always rape is always wrong. That's a that's a universal statement. Rape is always wrong. And you're like, okay, I can I can buy into that. And if if I can find one then I can find probably several always true things. So um, there, is there something that's always true? I think we're saying God, um, how do you get to know that? So that's kind of where this next question is going. Are you sure that what you believe is true? Because of the Bible and what his word says. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was gonna say. Because you read in the Bible and it says in there that it is the truth. Okay. So you'll have people who come against that and say, oh, I can show you three or four, 25 areas where the Bible can be contested. How do you, how do you get over that hump? For me, like I think about, I've had this conversation with people before where I think about what if, what if I am wrong or something, or just question myself, what, what if I am wrong? And then I think about all the other like religions or um, you know atheism or other things I could believe but there's nothing else that stands so solid and has stood solid for an amount, such a long amount of time as the Bible and Jesus, and that has so much record that just goes back and just even even like atheists and things, tons of people believe that Jesus existed. So many people agree that he existed, and like just when I look at everything else, I wouldn't. I'd rather believe this than anything else because it's the what stands solid amongst all the other things. And then there's a written fact that Jesus was a living person. He legit did. Right. He was here. Mm -hmm. It's records say so he was an actual person. Right.
historically, yes, was, this Jesus of Nazareth yeah. was a real person. I uh, did a radio thing where a guy contested that Jesus couldn't be proven to have ever existed. And he said, you know, we only have these written records of him. I mean, we have no proof. And I'm like, you know, using that logic. I, George, I don't know anybody who saw George Washington either. Yeah. Like, I mean, nobody's alive who was around when he was. Yeah. So it's just written record. And he said, well, you know, it's farther, farther, longer ago. And I'm like, yeah, but Nero, I don't have any problem believing Nero existed. I don't have any yeah. problem believing Napoleon Bonaparte existed. I mean, why Jesus? Why is that exactly. the problem, right? Yeah. I feel like people say, say it's not real because they don't want to be convicted. Mm. They feel like I've done too many things wrong and this is going to make me prove it wrong. So I don't want to believe in it. Um, and maybe... Um, they don't know the answer and they're just using that saying that Jesus isn't real just as an owl so they don't have to answer the question and go deep into conversation with it yeah I, I don't think we have to argue too much about whether or not Jesus was real I think we have to argue about whether or not he was the son of God and some people will actually give you that and they'll say yeah but we're all kind of sons of God so I'm like wow that, that's kind of lame um <laughs> I hope not, because I am not very good as a son of God. Um, anything else that you wanted to add to that? How do you know what you believe is true, or can you be sure that what you believe is true? I'm the kind of person that I believe that everything is true, but you can never really be sure unless that you find it in the Bible, and that's how I know. Yeah, I, I hold this. Um, I know that Jesus Christ is real because I talk to him every day not in a delusional way but he convicts me of sin uh, he pushes me to be a better person than I would ever push myself to be um, the the words that he's spoken in you know in scripture are profound and true and really valid um, I hold into all of that like you you can convince me of a lot of things, but if I've experienced it, you can't convince me I haven't. If so, God wasn't true, then how could you explain those instances or miracles that happened because of him? Yeah, that feeling you get when you do lie, that's him. Yeah, yeah. He never changes either. That's the one thing, is that he's always the same. Mm -hmm. So it's not this wavering, like, oh, is this right? Is it not? But you like, you know, and you're like, okay, this is wrong. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so here's the other question. How do you, um, how do you search for truth? What, what do you do as a life discipline that helps you find truth? And do you need to do that? Or is whatever you got good enough? I would say like just seeking out what, not just Jesus in the Bible, but like when I want to figure out if something's true or not. I mean, you do your research. You look up things online. You go to the library and get books and like, and figure out, okay, is this true or not? Or, um, and that's one thing that just, if I, when I have had moments that I've been questioning my faith in Jesus, is that I, you go back to the Bible and say, okay, like, what, what am I missing? You're like, what, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I need, I need to be found, like, what's going on? Whenever I doubt something, I turn towards authority figures. Mm-hmm, that's... Yeah. for them to answer my questions. Hmm. I mean, we can't trust all the authority figures in our life, but, yeah. but I think that 
there are those that you trust, right? Mm -hmm. there, there are people who seem to have no reason to lie, so they would tell you the truth. Um, I, so th that um, the passage in John where it says that, that when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll guide you into all truth, that, um, that God's job is to teach us truth. Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes that's one of those things that I use as a, as a, uh, a tool, a discipline. I ask that God will help me sort truth from lie. Because sometimes, you know, my, I'm wrong. And I'm, I just, I'm really convinced I'm right, but I'm really wrong. And I have to be pretty humble to ask God to, to reveal truth in the possibility that I, I might be wrong, you know? It's pretty powerful. Um, all right, so do you think you can know truth? That blanket, huge concept of truth. Can you know truth? I'd say yeah. Claire, you'd say yes, okay? Like, I mean, you have to find it. But, I mean, you can't know that everything's true, though. And you have to figure out what's true and not true and what's false. And yeah, I feel like the point that when you realize that everything is true is the point that you either reach heaven or hell. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer, That's, though. Yeah. Oh, man. That was I mean, wrong. It's kind of blunt, but I feel like that's the only time you really got to know if everything's true or not. So, or... Yeah. Hmm. I stand by that. I say, yeah, but you can't fully know. So you can't fully know. I, yeah, I, I think there are some things I can't know. There are some things I can know, at least experientially. You know, um, I, I was lost. Now I'm found. I, I, I can believe in the word of God because it's proven itself to be true over and over again. That's, that's the thing that I think is the truth will continue to prove itself. Um, falsehood will be disproven. And it takes faith too, like that's the point, is that you have to have faith first to be able to step out and say, okay, you know, this is what I believe, or this is, this is what I'm putting my hope and trust in. And then the more you trust in that, I feel like the more, yeah, the truth will be revealed to you. So um, you guys go to school tomorrow and you're talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, that's good for you. What's your response? Yeah, that's good for you. Um, you know, it's good that you believe that. Probably helps you through. Way to go. Do you have a response to them? I would be like, yeah, well, it should be good for all of us. <laughs> um, I would ask them what they believe in and why they don't believe in what I believe in. If, yeah, if they think it's good for us, why do they think it's not good for them? Yeah, I would immediately want to help them try to find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Um, like about, I think it was like two weeks ago, we talked about in church about how just like to present and ask questions on what other people believe because not many people are willing to even ask that question like, okay, well, what, what do you believe and why? Like, why do you believe that? Because sometimes you'll figure out that people don't really know why they believe something and yeah. they're just wavering and they're like, so my parents told me that this is the truth <laughs> mm. or... Just, yeah, they just believe it because they were told. Mm -hmm. They have no evidence. There. But that's not always the case. But just cha not challenging people, but bringing up another side is something is a way that we can yeah, just like possible. just like give them another another truth for them to um, contemplate and think about. Yeah, I, I like that. I like giving them, just giving them some evidence, you know, just just sharing what you believe. Uh, it's really powerful. Hey, thanks guys. You're awesome. And uh, I want to thank our panel of uh, experts for their expert opinion on truth. 
sounded sounded decent. And uh, I'll just encourage if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and share it with some friends. This has uh, been a lot of fun. It'll continue to be fun. So we'll see you next week. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.